It's your weekly blitz with Chris, keeping you in the game. Good morning and welcome, everyone. This is Chris Cotton from Autofix Auto Shop Coaching with your weekly blitz. Hey, thanks for tuning into this episode. Uh, We're going to talk about the notebook technique or also what we call eating the elephant, right? Eating the elephant. So it's wonderful having you guys today. Before we get started, though, how are you doing? Any questions and our show topic ideas, then feel free to reach out to me at chris at autofixsos.com. I'd love to hear from you. Uh, also, if you listen to this one, we also have a written documentation for the eating the elephant or notebook technique. Uh, you can request that at chris at autofixsos.com. Um, it's in the, the profit gateway under documents as well. And then I can also shoot it to you through HubSpot. Again, chris at autofixsos.com. I'd love to hear from you guys. Having said all that, it's a beautiful day in the auto repair customer service industry. Let's get started. This is one of the more uncomfortable topics that we have when we're doing, when I'm doing a coaching session with a client, because I'm in turn asking my client to have coaching sessions with his employees or his or her employees, right? The notebook technique is a way to modify behavior, reinforce behavior that's good, and it also gives us a training record, of what steps we took to try to correct an issue. And then if we if we go through and do this correctly, at the end, what will happen is we'll have them sign this, put it in the record, and then we'll we'll have it for, for however long. And if something happens and we have to terminate the employee or separate, we have that in there and can always come back to it and we can show somebody, hey, we tried like six times to modify this behavior or correct this behavior and then they never did it. This also goes into relationship building with your people. Now, as we move you through the phases of your business and as you go from working in your business to on your business, this is an on your business step. So what you're going to do is, well, let's just come up with a scenario. Say, Say somebody comes in late to work and you notice that they're coming in late to work, okay? Typically, they probably know that you know, that they know, that you know, that they know that they're coming in late. But if you don't ever call them on it or don't hold them, hold them accountable for it, then they're just going to keep doing what they're doing. So kind of let's step through this process. Employee comes in like 15 minutes late and you see they're late. They look at you. You look at them. They clock in. You're like, oh, okay, 15 minutes late. The way to follow up on that is the next time they're late, you either lock them out of the time portal so that they have to come to you and ask to be put back in. Or if what I used to do in the olden days is I'd put their time card in my pocket and then they had to come ask me for the time card so they can clock in. So the, the first time is like an acknowledgement saying, we saw each other, we know you're late. The second one is, okay, you're coming to me to ask for your card or access and I tell you, hey, I notice you're late. What's going on with that? Let's try to, let's try to fix that. Where the notebook technique comes in is I want you to have regular weekly or biweekly meetings with your employees. If you're a multi-unit operator, then your store manager should be having these with your people and you should be having them with your store managers. So we always want to be one layer above accountability, right? Let's say Chuck comes in late to work all the time and we're trying to figure out, you know, how do we fix this for Chuck? So first of all, we have to, you know, Pull them aside. This is not something that's done in public in front of other people. 
you want to have a some sort of recorded piece to this so you can you can handwrite notes down you can have it some of it pre-typed in the computer before you get started or you can do hand notes and then put it in the computer but we're going to follow up with a signature with the employee every time and so i'm going to tell you the way i used to do it old school way and then if you have another great way of how to do this i would love to hear about it i've been in my mind trying to develop an app or a website where people can go in and do this and set it up and then have it and organize it. But I'm too busy doing everything else to, to put this into place. Maybe someday, maybe someday. So the way I had it is I just had like a 75 page spiral notebook for each of my employees. I had a different color for each person. That way I could tell whose was whose. So in there, I would, you guys know my handwriting. So I would be really, really careful to write out what what my thoughts were. So let's say we're doing with with Chuck. First thing I want to do is I want I want to write a couple of things that Chuck is doing great and say he has some issues from last time that we've been working on and he's been able to check those off the list and move them up the list to complete it. Then if there's a couple of items I want to knock those off, bring in bring the stuff from the mid-range up. So let's say he's a great producer, he gets along with everybody, and, and I'll also tell you, I've got uh, a couple of people that have actually gone out and started asking the other employees, hey, what is Chuck good at? Or tell me something good about Chuck. And then I would write that down and share it in the comments and be like, hey, your employees noticed this about you. That's awesome. So now we go back to the corrective behavior or what we're trying to fix. So what we want to do is we have to get Chuck to acknowledge, first of all, that he, he's coming in late. Say, so, hey, Chuck. I notice you're coming in late and it's an issue. You know, everybody else gets here on time. Everybody else is ready, but you are coming in late. We've got to get him to acknowledge that he knows that he's coming in late, first of all. If they don't acknowledge they have a problem, then we can't fix it. So we're like, hey, Chuck, notice you're coming in late. And that's a problem for the team because everybody else gets here on time and everybody else is ready to work and ready to go, things like that. Now, a lot of times what you're going to get is, is that person's going to deflect and be like, oh, well, you know, it's not my problem. It's this problem. It's the babysitters, it's whatever, whatever, whatever. But you have to circle them back and be like, no, this is a problem for us because, and you're the next person in line accountable for that. So I don't care about any of the rest of the stuff. Let's refocus you on what you're doing wrong and get you to admit that, yes, this is an issue for me. So you get them to buy in and say, yes, I realize that's an issue. And it's important that you make them say that. Second of all, you ask them what they can do to correct the behavior and let them outline the steps for you. Oh, hey, you know what? I understand that's an issue. I understand that I'm letting my teammates down. I want to improve and I'm, I'm willing to improve that. And how I'm willing to improve that is I'm going to leave 20 minutes earlier every day. Or I'm not going to buy donuts for everybody. Or I'm going to do X. So then you let that person give you their two or three correction items. So Chuck's going to leave. He's not going to stop for donuts and coffee. And he's, he's going to leave 15 minutes earlier so that he can be here on time. So the next thing we have to do is we have to ask Chuck, okay, Chuck, when can you start this? When can you start this? And let them give you a start date. Be like, hey, boss, uh, I'm going to start this on Monday. On Monday, I'm going to leave 15 minutes early, no coffee and donuts, and I'll be to work on time. And then you also ask him, so, hey, Chuck, 
do you think once we start on Monday that you're gonna have any more issues with this? Or, you know, when do you think we'll have this process completed by and have them give you a completion date? And then so all of these things we're gonna write in our book and we're gonna we're gonna have it written down. Now, the other thing I would tell you is what I did is I just went to like Dollar General or Family Dollar and got some of those little colored stickers, red, yellow, green. And the stuff that was good, I had like little green stickers by it. That way it's a visual. Stuff that we were have been working on for a couple of weeks was yellow. And then stuff that were that really needed heavy modification were red. And so back to Chuck. Chuck's going to give me a completion date. I'm going to have him sign it and I'm going to sign it. And now that's an employee record for him. Let's fast forward a week. What does the next week look like? So next week, he's been coming in on time every day. No issues. Everything's great. So what we're going to do is we're going to slide everything up. We're going we're to take something that he's been working off and doing really, really well in the green off the list. We're going to take something that he's improved from yellow to green up to green. And then this thing for the time issue, we're going to move it from red to kind of yellow. And we're still going to keep an eye on it. You know, you may have to leave that there for four or five weeks, right? Before we see that it's been modified. The big thing about your employees is, is once they, if they, if they feel like you're not going to hold them accountable, accountable, or if you don't do it, then they're going to quit it. If you tell people, Hey, I need 10 pictures on my DVI every time. And they start sending some with like six, five, four, and nobody called them out on it. Then they're like, ah, it must not be that important because nobody's, nobody's bashing me about it. So pick things with people and hold them accountable. At that stage in your business, that's your job is to hold your employees accountable to the processes and procedures that you're doing. Okay. So I know I ran through that pretty quick and the only way to get comfortable with it is to practice it. This is like most people's least favorable thing to do. But in order to to create culture and make sure people are you know, following their plan. And here's the other thing is people leave because they don't have a plan. There's no future. They don't know what they're doing wrong. And most shop owners just go in one day and pull the trigger when they've had enough and fire somebody. And really, as hard as it is finding employees, uh, we should give these people as much opportunity as we can. But you guys know I'm all for getting rid of somebody if they're not pulling their weight. If you have any questions about this, if we've talked about it and you started it and then quit, or if you're telling me that you started it and you really didn't, then now it's time for me to hold you accountable to to keep building the relationship and following this. I hope you got a lot out of the notebook technique or eating the elephant. And uh, this can be like one of the biggest tools that's free outside of your time and your uncomfortableness uh, for your business. So, hey, everybody, our time here has come to an end, my friends, but don't worry because I'll be back with another episode of the Weekly Blitz next week. If you enjoyed the episode and you know someone in the industry that would be open to listening and interested in learning more, then go ahead and feel free to share it with them. So until next time, this is Chris Cotton from AutoFix Auto Shop Coaching. Have a great day, everybody.